Hello, friends, and welcome to the Carolyn Whitaco Art Podcast, where we talk all things creativity, art, business, travel, and introspection. Today, we're going to talk about how you can make art that connects people. But first, our life update. So I've been in Michigan for about two months, which is a lot longer than expected. And I actually just found out today that I will likely be here for all of February. It's really nice to be in my hometown for a while. It was nice to be here for the holidays, but it has been kind of annoying. I have to say that I have been here for so long, but I haven't been sure that I would be here. So for things like applying for art shows or making plans in advance, I've been very unsure. I haven't really applied to anything meaningful because what if I was going to be somewhere else, you know? So the lack of ability to plan has really been a wet blanket for me. But it's also been really nice to be home because I feel like I've got to spend so much time with the people that I love and I've got to actually spend time in snow, which is super cool. And I'm sure I'll make the best of it while I'm here as well. And we'll see where I go next. But for now, my commissions are open. So this is really exciting. I wanted to take this opportunity to open my commission. So I am now booking. I'm very excited about this because, you know, I always take a break over the holidays, which is much needed for me. And I'd open back up in January. So they are officially open. If you would like to get a portrait, a family portrait, a portrait of just you, maybe you and your kids, maybe your family home, something of that sort, shoot me a DM. You can also email me at acupofcloudy at gmail.com. If you have any questions about it, I do have a frequently asked questions section on my website that details all the pricing, all the things I can do, and etc. I also actually today, I just finished editing a video where I kind of outlined the same thing. It's a little bit longer, a little bit more in-depth about the process than my FAQ is. So if you like to cut to the chase, go to acoupleofcloudy.com, and it's under the About tab is where my FAQ is. So go ahead and check that out. If you're interested, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. I love DM on Instagram. I think Instagram is probably the best um, platform if you wanted to do a direct message. All right, with that said, let us get into the topic of the day, which I wanted to talk about how art connects people. So I actually was not planning on recording a podcast today, but then this morning when I woke up, I woke up at like 6 a.m., was having a great morning, I stretched, I had my coffee, and then I just started, you know how sometimes in the morning before you look at your phone, your mind is just like, well, for me anyways, my mind is just racing. And I have a lot of good thoughts in this time, which is why I love to wake up early. And I just was thinking about how we connect over art. And I think that's one of the reasons why people have been hating so much recently on the AI art situation, because it's such a human thing to express and create and make something from your inner self and put it into the world so that other people can see it. It's like such a like raw and revealing situation. So when a computer like a robot does it, it just feels wrong, right? It just feels weird. And then especially too, when you look at them, I'm sure in the future, people listening back on this will be like, oh, they don't look like that anymore. But right now they're kind of new. It's January, 2023. And you can tell when it's AI art because you'll look at it and the fingers, they'll be like seven fingers, they'll be all crooked, you know, because it's generated by an algorithm, like a mashup of all these other images. 
and things like that. Animals will have like just weird proportions, things like that. So I feel like it's such a human thing and it's such a an emotional thing to make artwork. So the AI art situation is just a little bit mm, stale, I guess. It's just a little bit... It's inhumane. It just doesn't have that human touch, I guess. It ha- it's lacking that. And you're not able to connect to the artwork because you can't connect to the person who made it because nobody made it. I was just really in my thoughts this morning thinking about all of that. And so I decided to make a podcast about it today. And I'm not going to talk about AI, but... I'm going to talk about how you can use your artwork to better connect with people, you know, so if you want to do it intentionally, how would you go about doing that? And I'm a big fan of thinking about your art in advance. I'm a big fan of being intentional with the way that you express yourself to achieve a desired result. And so if the goal is to connect with other people, how would you go about putting a strategy on that? I mean, obviously, there's always natural connections to be made, and there's natural hit or misses that happen. But if you wanted to cultivate a specific type of community or reach a specific type of person, how would you go about doing that? And I really think that art is meant to connect people. I truly believe that's its main function. Because when you express yourself, you become known, like, as a person. And only when people know you can they love you, right? To be known is to be loved. And with artwork, speech, writing, etc., all the art forms, you're bringing that inner self into an outer space where people can see it, feel it, and connect with it. So with connection as our goal, how should we present that inner self? First of all, like I always say, you have to get to know your inner self before you can express it, before you can present that. But I feel like in our society right now, we're so used to observing other people. You know, you get online and you just scroll, you just look at what other people have to say. And... This episode is about becoming the loudspeaker who attracts others instead of being the one who is attracted to someone else's loudspeaker. We want to draw people in and form a community around our own unique expressions. My favorite way to do this, I decided this morning thinking about it, is with messaging. I really think it is the most direct way to strategize doing something such as connecting with people, especially online, when you're really putting it out there and you're not sure who is going to be listening. So obviously, if you are talking with a specific human being, this maybe wouldn't apply. But if we're talking about, you know, speaking on a stage or posting um, art online or maybe even putting it up in a gallery where strangers will be walking by, I think that messaging is really the best way to try and connect with these people. And you may have heard of messaging in marketing speak or in advertising context, but it's actually a pretty deep concept that you don't need a sales strategy to use. Every person, especially artists, should craft their messaging intentionally. What is messaging? Messaging is the stories that you tell, the ideas you perpetuate, and the values that you stand behind. Any and all messages that you repeat in your work, in your marketing, in your real life, these messages will rally a consistent group of people around you. So maybe this will be your friends, maybe this will be like your coworkers who like you or the ones that don't like you. Keep in mind it works for hateful or negative ones too. So choose which messages you want to use to unite people. Because even a negative message will unite people. A good way to study this is to first observe the messages that you are personally drawn to. Whose loudspeaker are you hearing on a regular basis and saying, yeah, that sounds right? What stories really resonate with you? 
What lyrics in a song really hit home? When you see a meme and you're scrolling, which ones are you like, oh yeah, I totally relate? What ideas do you think are important to share? A few topics I find myself drawn to are empowerment, self-reliance, free expression of creativity, empathy, kindness, connecting with nature, and manifesting. Discussions around these topics, whether they are negative or positive, spark my interest more than others do. And when we are looking at the landscape of conversation in our society right now and the artwork that's expressed, there is always a unique idea behind each topic that turns it into a message, right? So the idea behind kindness that draws me in is that kindness will benefit our communities and kindness will help us get through the day a lot of like self-care type of situations. There's an opposing idea to see as well though that says kindness makes our communities weak. You can't raise your kids too soft or they'll be weak. You know like that's the other side of the coin in that conversation. Both of these messages do interest me but I feel more connected to people who believe kindness helps us. So to connect people through your messaging you've got to choose a topic that you personally feel connected to. In our polarized Western society, you'll connect people faster if you pick a side, which is kind of sad to say if I'm being honest, but I think it's true. Pick a side meaning like, I openly choose to see kindness as a strength and not a weakness. Kindness is the topic, kindness makes us better is the message. The message is usually an opinion, a fact that you feel needs to be spread, an experience that you had that could educate others, or a combination of all three. Once you've picked a message, or five, or ten, however many you like, you can begin making artwork around that. Use these messages as common themes that prop up your visual artwork. Messages especially inform your art style as it relates to subject matter. So I always talk about the five elements of art style. Subject matter is a big one. It defines the themes of your artwork. These messages will also appear in your advertising, your social media content, your products. They'll be reflected in who you choose to collaborate with, you know, like people that you work with. And if it's truly a message worth connecting over, you'll see it appear in your audience space too. So this is the attracting part, right? This is not really the part that you choose. You can't really choose who is interested in you and what you have to say. So this is where you're the loudspeaker and you're attracting people. When your audience base is connecting around your message, that's when you know it's worth connecting over. And this is where the connection happens. It happens with the people you draw in as a result of your messaging. Be the loudspeaker. Other artists who see you making, like, for instance, botanical decorations, illustrating your favorite tea recipes, sharing herbal remedies, posting about your, like, weekend spent in the woods, painting still lifes of your houseplants, stuff like that. These artists will either be repelled or attracted by this. If they're a city person who never lets their toes even touch the dirt, God forbid, they will likely turn the other direction very quickly. But if they're into nature, they'll stick around long enough to learn what your message is behind that topic of nature. And then if they agree with your message that, for instance, we all need to get outside more, maybe they'll ask you to collab on a piece that promotes that message, right? So they've successfully checked out your topic, seen your message, decided that they agreed with it, and now you've made a genuine connection with someone. It works the same with a potential customer who is viewing your artwork and finding the message behind it. They are more likely to buy or book with you if they can relate. It's like that old saying, what do they say? No like trust. If you want to sell to someone or if you want to make friends, you have to have no like trust. So knowing comes first, 
liking comes second, and then trusting comes third. It also works the same for building relationships with gallery owners or festival organizers. And it works the same with people who follow you on socials or really anyone that you come in contact with in general. The beauty of connecting behind a message is that it's not just between you and them. It's also between the multitude of people who feel connected to you, your audience. It's not just about you, basically. (laughs) Your followers on social who all feel united behind your message, they will discuss in the comment section and then they'll like become acquainted with each other, start to follow each other, maybe meet up in real life. And now you're a catalyst for new friendships, all because you wanted to use your art and your message to bring people together. You're connecting not even people to you, but also people to each other separate from you. And that is really powerful. And this connection is why I get so passionate when I teach about art style. An art style is visual, yeah, it has a lot to do with the way it looks in the beginning, but your message seeps through every painting. The subject matter you choose to paint tells a lot. The story behind every painting tells a lot too. I think my last episode was about storytelling. And the visuals set the mood for the story and the message, right? So the visuals do play a key part. The visuals and the aesthetics set the mood of how you want people to feel when they hear that message or hear that story. I'm going to say it again. The visuals and the aesthetics set the mood of how you want people to feel when they hear that message or hear that story. This is the fine-tuning part. The nuance that gets people to stick around for a long time after being introduced to you. It works like a targeted magnet. It's one thing to invite your new friend to the dinner party. But it's a whole nother for them to actually want to come to the next one and the next one and the next one and become a regular. So the visuals set the mood which determine how the message is received, how somebody feels when they're hearing that message. A lot of people would agree that we need to get into nature more. It's a great message. I definitely stand behind it. I have a whole Michigan Parks and Places art series about it. I could talk about it literally for hours. But the message is received differently when paired with different artwork. Let's say next to a moody, dark, and rainy forest photograph, like those ones that you see from photographers who live in the Pacific Northwest, it sparks a different feeling than it would next to an illustration of, say, something that belongs in a children's book that shows bright colors and kids laughing and like rolling in mud. The message is to go outside and be in a natural setting, the same message for both pieces. But the mood and vibe created by the different artwork will attract two very different people. Maybe the same person would follow both accounts on social media, for instance, but maybe not because they're two different moods, they're two different feelings, two different aesthetics. If a person connects more to the dark and moody, deep and mysterious, solo travel to find myself situation, they'll be magnetized to the forest photograph. If a person connects more to fun and adventure, goofy and childlike, let's get messy and ride dirt bikes situation, they'll be magnetized to the bright laughing illustration. The topic is the first part of a funnel that interests the most people. The idea behind it creates that message which unites people who agree or relate. So the idea could be, like I said, a story or an opinion or like a certain statistic or something that you want to show. So that behind the topic creates that message which unites people who agree or relate. The visual artwork sets that tone and the mood which literally alters their feelings when receiving the message, making that connection emotional. And the emotions here is really what counts. The emotional connection keeps people engaged. 
It makes them voice their opinion about the message and encourages them to talk with other people who share the same views. An emotional connection is a deep and long-lasting connection. That's the benefit art can give. It gives you that emotional touch. It's the same spirit behind why stand-up comedian makes you laugh. Really, you're just sitting alone in your room, like, watching TV, but the art, that spirit of the joke is why a stand-up comedian will make you laugh. And it's why a romantic movie makes you cry. It's why certain song lyrics make you feel like a bad bitch and others make you feel like you should windmill into a mosh pit. The emotion your artwork invokes in other people will severely alter the way any message or story is received. So in the instance of a romantic movie and a stand-up comedian, both times you're just sitting on your couch by yourself watching TV. So what makes you cry and what makes you laugh? It's the art right? It's the movie. It's what you're watching. It has a really, really big impact on us. And that's why, off topic, but that's why I'm such a big advocate of like controlling what you look at on your phone too, because what you look at has such a serious impact on your emotional state. It's like crazy. So as an artist, you want to be intentional about the emotional state you're putting people in. What message, what feeling do you want to give them? Because it's important. You're really affecting people by what you put out and also you're affecting yourself by what you consume. But that's a story for another day. So before I bring this episode to a close, which I feel like I've had so much to say on this topic, I want you to use this right now as an opportunity to do some introspection. I want you to Get a pen and paper or like write this in the notes of your phone that you're probably listening to this podcast on. We're going to do a little journal prompt together, which will help you find out more about yourself and what your message should be. We've established what a message is, why it's great to have one, why you should be intentional. But what do you want your message to be? Okay, are you ready? Did you get your pen? Number one, this is the first question. There's going to be five questions and you're going to answer them all. Number one. What are five topics that interest me? So like in the beginning when I listed some things that I liked to look at discussions or artwork pertaining to, make a list like that for yourself. What five topics interest me? Number two, and feel free to pause this while you're writing and everything and then go back to it. Number two, what two opposite ideas are perpetuated by others concerning each of these topics? After you write down your five topics, go ahead and identify what are like the two opposing ideas within that conversation right now. Number three, which five messages do I align with? Within those, when you listed those two opposite ideas, pick a side. Number four, do I personally have a unique take on any of these messages? So it's great to pick a side, but you don't want to regurgitate what other people say. What is your unique take? Do you have a personal experience, a story to tell? Is there a statistic or a fact or a study that you found that you don't think a lot of people know? Is your opinion like a hot take, right? So what is your unique take on these messages? And then number five, the last one, how does my visual art set the mood when I share these messages? If you were to share your unique take on these topics that you've chosen, any of these five messages, how does your visual art that you already make set the mood for sharing these? Think about like the forest one and the kids playing in the mud example. What kind of mood would your artwork set with that message? So go through these questions and really answer them thoughtfully. 
They can launch you into knowing yourself deeper, which is always a plus. And maybe you'll realize that your visual mood isn't what you want paired with your message, right? So maybe you'll pick a certain message to highlight over others because you think that your artwork fits it better. That's something I kind of do. You know, like I, I believe in a lot of different things, but I highlight things specifically because my artwork pairs with it well. And I think that's a really conscious and intentional and beneficial decision. And I think you should try to do the same. This is low-key like the best podcast episode on personal branding I've ever heard in my life because your messages say so much about you and your creative practice and what community you want to form around your art. So if you, I know I didn't use the word personal branding in this episode at all, but it's pretty much personal branding. So if you ever have been thinking about, oh, well, what do I want my personal brand to be? Personal branding is pretty much the the underlying message and theme, your values, you know, like your personal values, what do you believe in that hides behind your visual artwork? That's what a, a personal brand is for artists. Anyways, art is meant to connect people. So it's meant to connect you to yourself. Reviewing your art is like looking into a mirror. It's meant to connect you to other human beings too by making them feel understood. You want to invoke an emotion in them. And it's meant to give others something to connect over as well. You want to make friends in the comment section. After you know what your messaging is, you'll feel confident being that loudspeaker and attracting a whole community around your art. All right, guys, go ahead and do those journal prompts. Make sure you leave a good review for me on this podcast. Tell your artsy friends about this episode. I'll see you next time on the Carolyn Whitaco Art Podcast. Thank you. Bye.